0: Good morning. It's Friday, August 11th. It is the day I am 53 years old and one day, day, 53 years and one day old today. So if you didn't listen yesterday, uh, kudos because we had a a secret word at the end of it. And and I said, hey, everybody should say monkey. So now the promise is that I would read everybody's name who said monkey. So I'm going to have to zoom in here. And my apologies if I say this wrong. John G. Hoff said monkey. Legitimate said monkey. Joey said monkey. Hogan Von Hulk said monkey. Uh, Moody said monkey. Justin said monkey. Chamonix, Chamino, Mex (laughs) said monkey. And thank you for the happy birthday. Uh, Ryan said uh, monkey. Nathan said monkey. Iron Man 213676. Uh... Said Monkey, I hope you ran an Ironman. Uh, And I am jealous if you did. I never got the chance. I kept injuring myself when I was training. Uh, Yo mama, said Monkey. Thank you, yo mama. Uh, All in touring. Happy birthday and many, many returns. You didn't say Monkey, but I'm happy that you wished me a happy birthday. Lucas, you're the man. Uh, No, Lucas, you the man. Sean Jeremko, Monkey, and B Malake. Is that uh, what, Key and Peel? B Uh B uh, <laughs> uh Monkey, uh, thank you guys for all, all tuning in for Monkey. Thank you for everybody for supporting the birthday, uh, who reached out, who tipped or gifted, as I'm saying for the IRS term. Uh, but I certainly, certainly really appreciate it. Um, it was a good day. I, I mean, let's, let's be honest, you know, any day that you get to sit on your ass, uh, eat ice cream and M&Ms and uh, just pig out. It's a good day. It's a good day. Um I said yesterday uh on on Twitter or something. I think I said it in the the um the newsletter that I would put out some some charts with supports and stuff. I'll do that today. Spy. I I mean I went over it yesterday and here's a chart that I published in yesterday's newsletter. And if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, it's dailystockpick.substack.com. Stock, Get me free in your email box every day. Um, But yesterday, I pointed out that the gap that we saw uh, down here, this gap was created by the last month's CPI by July. Uh, We just got back to that point yesterday. Uh, So if you look at SPY's action yesterday, yeah, the morning we saw a move up. And if you'd like to see what a failed breakout looks like, Look at TQQQ, and I posted this in the private Facebook group, and I think on Twitter yesterday. I may have thrown it on um, Instagram as well. But look at the morning. This, this dark black is the morning. A- and we shot up all the way from about, I, I think it got just under, th- under 40, um, all the way up to 4175. And that was at 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock, you saw this thing just dive, nosedive down to 39.37. there was no justification for getting in. if you were in, you had to get out here on the five minute. Uh, if you're trading TQQQ today, you still don't have confirmation. Yes, it's under 40. It closed under 40 at 39.89 you're at $39 right now on the ask. It is below the nine day. Do not get into this one and, and there was a question just before, do you want to trade um, UCO? uco UCO's a triple levered i don't like trading triple levered etfs on a friday and today is friday so just be careful out there i don't think we're done going down uh i, I you know today's ppi number more than expected but here's the thing the the year over year numbers have a two handle so it was 2.9 2.8 percent somewhere in that neighborhood <clears throat> yes it was high but remember The Fed's goal is 2% inflation. And what PPI is, is the cost of goods. So essentially, um, uh, producers price index, that's essentially what it costs to make the goods that are sold to you. And so what that does is as costs go up, uh, then the CPI, the consumer price index, should go up. Well, PPI has gone down faster than CPI. And so CPI, which we got on Thursday was a little bit higher. What does this mean? Well, it means that uh, producers are not passing on the lower inflation numbers. They're keeping prices higher. And and so that's not a a great thing, but it's not a horrible thing because eventually the economy will bring those consumer prices down. That's what higher inflation, uh, higher uh, interest rates does. So uh, it's still in question whether the, uh, the Fed has maneuvered a soft landing, which means that we have uh, never saw lower unemployment or higher unemployment. We've continued at record low unemployment levels. Uh, that has never been done uh, in, in the history where we've gotten back to 2% inflation. So we're not back to 2% inflation. The real question is, does the September hike happen? And right now, I think it's a 50-50 bet. In my mind, it's a 50-50 bet. I think most analysts are saying it doesn't happen. But I think that, that a sticky inflation number in September uh, might push the Fed to actually do it again and, and to basically move it down. We are down 0.54% on the S&P. Let's just look. We're down to 027 on the Dow, 08 You know, tech's taking it on the chin again. Tech's completely taken it on the chin. Um, a spy and QQQ. I'll put those supports in the newsletter. Uh, one thing that I wanted to point out was I am posting on Twitter. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I post mostly in the private Facebook group, but I am posting on Twitter. And part of the reason I'm posting on Twitter is uh, here's an example. Dan Ushman, who's the CEO of TrendSpider, he just put out this new strategy. Uh, here's the. It's a, called a Power Earners Gap Scanner. Earnings within the last two days. Change percentage sum over 14 days is greater than a normalized 14-day all-time return. Uh, Price is trading above today's open. Price is trading above yesterday's close. I will include this in the newsletter for you to import if you are a TrendSpider subscriber. If you want to do it, I just retweeted it. You can just click on that link and you basically import it and you can find, uh, find stocks in your watch list. Find stocks in the S&P, find stocks in the Dow, find stocks in the NASDAQ. There's a ton of things that you can do with this. Uh, But I I reposted that. So I I think going to Twitter might help. And, And I'm sorry to lead you guys around. The other thing is Humble Trader posted this. Trading strategy course. I like this. It's an hour long. I watched portions of it yesterday. I like to see that stuff. It's just another strategy video. It's completely free for you to watch. Uh, she's not, you know, don't join her paid stuff. Her paid stuff is okay, but I I don't think you really need to, but, uh, I do like Twitter. So I I am using Twitter and I got to tell you threads, I'm done. I, I mean, I, I like it. I post it, but I don't think anybody reads it. It's like shouting in the woods, man. Nobody hears you. Uh, you know, if, if you're running naked in the woods and nobody sees you, is that exciting? I don't know. I mean, you know, how do you get your thrills? But um. One point that I wanted to make, and, and I've noticed this, is, you know, we've seen oil run up from, from the 60s here. You know, you can see this chart on the screen on Finviz. Just go hover over crude oil on Finviz and, and look at that chart of crude oil. Now, go to natural gas. Natural gas has not seen the same thing. Natural gas over that period ha- has, uh, you know, this is just today. If we just go crude oil, let's just go crude oil and and look at the chart. Um, We'll do, what's this? This is, look at that chart, all the way down. And then in July, you saw this run up. Now, let's go back and let's do, well, we can do natural gas here. Do natural gas. You haven't seen natural gas go up like that. So natural gas has not participated. But you know, you've been able to trade boil. Um really, really well around the $70 swing point. Um, right now you're at 6831, it's down two percent. KOLD was up. Remember, boil is the triple levered up in natural gas. KOLD, that is the triple levered down in natural gas. You can play these against each other, do a five-minute uh, you know, I used to do a five-minute swing chart. I'd take 1%, 2%, and, and I'd take it off the table and go and you know play KOLD if I bought Boyle or if I bought KOLD, I would buy um buy stuff. Use the 65 minute. I mean, use the 65 minute. Here's the thing. If we run the 65 minute on Boyle, let's see what the results are. Yeah. I mean, you do better. You lose 55% versus losing 90% with just the asset. Um, you know, that's over eight months. So it can get you in. Look at this. You got 3% here, uh, August 3rd, and you got out August 4th. You got back in on August 4th, and you've made 21% from August 4th, and you're out as of right now. But what does that mean? That means with KOLD, you're doing the same thing. I mean, if you made made 21% on that, here, uh you lost 21% down here, but you're in KOLD at 48.20, it's at $50, that's on the 65 minute, it's good trading, I, I mean, you know, if you want to gamble a little bit, again, you're just gambling, that's all that is, um, you know, there, there is some intelligence in, in trading commodities like that, um, anybody that's listening probably isn't in on that intelligence, but you can you can definitely do that, I just wanted to point out, the main point is that natural gas has not participated in the energy run. It very well might. Remember, we're heading into winter. It's August right now. You're heading into winter. You've got a Ukrainian war. Remember what happened with Boyle um, last time the Ukrainian war took off? Russia stopped the uh, Nord Stream pipeline, and, and the U.S. had to feed Europe natural gas. Well, their, their reserves are all boned up right now for the winter. They made it through last winter, but last winter was a mild winter. What happens if this winter is a horrible, cold winter? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of talk about uh, DraftKings. I have read a lot of articles about DraftKings in particular. They took it on the chin when Penn announced that they have a deal with ESPN. I kind of like DraftKings to pop back here. And when I say pop, I'm not talking a a 20, 30% move. I am talking about maybe a 5% move. Uh, Right now, you're not in this one. Perfectly clear, you're not in this. You just got out with a 30% gain. You're not in this. Um, This is the four-hour algorithm. This is, you know, essentially the MACD is down here. Uh, You've got the RSI. It's in oversold territory. You're up 1% today. I think this is a name that got beaten up. You're heading into NFL season if you don't know on Hard Knocks, uh, Hard Knocks is on HBO with the Jets this year. It just started. I was at the Pro Bowl Hall of Fame game. That's the first preseason game of the year. Preseason is in play. You're you're 4 weeks away from the NFL season starting. You know what DraftKings' uh, biggest money maker is? The NFL. Betting on the NFL with fantasy football. It'll be huge. So I think DraftKings on this one, in a good climate, Um, they had their earnings, there's no catalyst coming up, but I do see that volume shelf up there at 30, you're at 28, I might put some money into this, I like this, Uh, Cisco got an upgrade uh, from Citibank ahead of their earnings, they said uh, we could see some upside based on previous earnings from other companies, you're looking at a fifty-two dollar buy-in back on July nineteenth. It's at fifty-three fifty-four. You have confirmation. Uh, if you like the the guidance of of Citibank, I think I don't think it's a horrible one to buy. It's just, you know, we're not in nineteen ninety six anymore. Cisco isn't driving the internet. Their equipment's great, uh and and it's still needed. Their PE is nineteen. It's not super high. I mean, it was better down here at 46. Um, they're making 11.47 billion they're up 12% this year that's nothing to sneeze at i mean it's you know it's not apple it's not amazon it's not any of the great eights that are up 100% sometimes um but 12% is nothing i, I mean you know y- your average price target is 55 you're trading at 53 what's that 3% 4% if they if they do you know push it up here's july 20th initiated but it's a $45 price target underperform So I I don't want to say I agree with this one, but I do think, look at these sales. I mean, these are all in June. They're, you know, what, the EVP sold $500,000 worth. The director sold $500,000 worth. Um, The EVP, again, sold 500. I mean, they're putting in pools. That's all they're doing. And they're selling at at the $50 mark. I mean, it's not a huge amount that they're selling at the $50 mark. Now, I, I think their CEO, Charles Robbins, here, He sold uh, back in November at $48. He sold $5 million worth. I mean, they were selling uh, down here at $47. I don't think he even believed that this was going to go on. But the recovery has happened. Uh, I do think that you reach that $55 price target. And it seems like you might get some upgrades there. Um, Let's see. SWK. This one was downgraded. This was uh, Stanley Black & Decker. And that the recession and profit margins are the concern. I think this is one that just ran too much. Look at that. You're $20 in Stanley Black and Debt. I mean, they make drills. And you got a 20% return. But look at it. I I mean, this was a pandemic winner. 100%, just like Peloton. Then 2022 came along. You went from 187 down to 73. You popped back up to 90. But take a look at this pre-COVID. Uh, Pre-COVID, this was a great stock at 163. It's been taken down. Uh, I just, I like the stock. I, I, you know, people are buying these things. It's under its 200-day. I, I, I don't think that it's a horrible place to be. But do I expect you to get back to 180? Probably not. I would say that when that that 50-day does turn positive, maybe we look at this one. It might be back here in the 80s, and you could pop it up to 100. That that would be my play for that one. We got a bunch of earnings next week. Let's see. If you're not part of uh, Savvy Trader, Savvy Trader, I have a trading portfolio there, and I have a core portfolio. If you want to look at the core portfolio, it, it is basically everything that I think that you should uh, be looking at. What I like about Savvy Trader is we can look at earnings, and we can take a look at what uh, in our core portfolio. So this is just all the portfolios I follow, Here's all of the, the, the earnings. And there's a before market and after market. I like this better than the earnings whisper because I don't have to figure out which one's before market and after market. These guys do it right. They, they put the estimates right next to it. You can highlight it and it does it. I really, really love uh, this Savvy Trader site. And if you're trading, remember, journal your trades. And this is a free place to do it. But what I like about this particularly is I can go up here and I can go to the, the, the core portfolio. And I can see of the 35 stocks that I have in the core portfolio, there's two stocks reporting next week. It's Wednesday and Thursday. Target, which I actually like. Remember, good products, good companies with good products, with good management and good earnings. You want to invest in them. This one has questionable management right now. Really questionable management. Previous year, they earned $0.39, expected $1.45. This one I just think it's I, I mean you go into Target and it's still packed. I still you know the Target was Target I go to two Targets, one in East Windsor, New Jersey and one here in Atlanta. They're both packed. And and if I want to you know just check out if the stores are packed, I go to one in um uh where is it? It's it's over on the other side of Atlanta. Uh Walmart, I spent yesterday, no joke. I got back to Atlanta I usually spend about 70 bucks a week on groceries, between 70 and 80 bucks a week. I spent $185 on groceries yesterday at Walmart. Don't tell me that these guys aren't going to report some crazy number. Um, because, you know, outside of just buying that, I had to buy some storage bins as well. So I probably paid, you know, a nice a profit margin of 40% on storage bins. Cause I didn't want to wait for, uh, for Amazon, this cheap stuff, but we have Home Depot, we have Target, we have Walmart and we have t- uh, TJX. If I want to go a- and I want to look at like, say, I want to look at Kathy, Kathy Woods doesn't look like the Ark Invest stuff has, uh, this other guy covered call strategy. He doesn't have anything next week. If I want to go to Bradley Freeman's, he's got NNOX imaging system. That's part of his portfolio. Um, if I want to go to the trading portfolio, there's nothing in there. But if I want to just go all portfolios, we can see next week, uh, we've got Rumble, which is a YouTube competitor, and we know YouTube did really well. Um, so, but here it is. TJX is one that I think, you know, you could probably bet on that one too, but Home Depot is a good one. C Limited right here, a data company. Monday, um, this is a payroll company. Uh, I I like the, you know, Deer. Oh, this is a great one. Deer. I actually owned some deer. I think in my Weeble account, I owned deer um, on Friday. That one, if we, if we go and look at that one, you can see that one has just, I mean, we had a nice run in deer. Um, that is obviously the weekly, and you can see you've still got confirmation going up there. But deer has run up here uh, in June from 360. You got out with a 20% gain. Got you back in at 4:36. You're trading at 4:33 right before earnings next week. Um, I think their earnings are going to be good. Uh, I, you know, again, earnings is kind of a gamble. I, I just don't know enough about Deere to think that we're going to see that earnings. Um, the power uh, earnings gap scanner we talked about with Dan. We talked about Boyle Tesla. Uh, I got a question about Tesla. It's still sinking. Remember, I said, hey, I might get in here at 240. I might get in here at 250. I haven't seen confirmation to get back in. I just haven't. The RSI is down uh, at 31. Um, I just haven't seen the confirmation to get there. You got this gap up here hanging between 280 and 288. Uh, At some point, we fill that gap. If you look at the long-term one of this one, it's just pulling back a little bit. I mean, it's not crazy to think that we get down here to this 200-day. You got to get through the 50-day at 211, uh, and then you get to the 200-day at at 200. But if you go below that 200-day, I've said it before, when you go below that 200-day on Tesla, get in. Because you're in for a a good ride afterwards. Uh, I think, you know, full self-driving was crazy good on my drive back. Uh, I can't imagine driving a car uh, 15 hours without full self-driving. I mean, even though I had to stop six times to, to recharge, I, I can't imagine buying a, a car without full self-driving. Um, and, and you know, if you follow cars, you know, um, uh, what was it, Cadillac, the Escalade, I think they just announced the, the new, e- um, Escalade or something, uh, that was battery. Yeah. It, it doesn't come with CarPlay. GM is releasing a $130,000 base model. So that means that when you start putting upgrades in, you're paying one fifty, dollars and it doesn't come with Apple CarPlay. Who's buying that car? Morons is who's buying that car. You're going to go for, for something else and you're going to get a secondary you know, uh, computer system that has Apple CarPlay. So, Or you just go with Tesla Cybertruck or something else. But again, Tesla, you're out. TQQQ, you're out. You're at thirty-eight ninety-five. dollars um, Like I said, this is a triple levered ETF. I thought you could buy it under 40 a couple days ago. You did get a nice little pop. If you're watching the five-minute chart, remember, these are trading stocks. These aren't investment stocks. So 38 98 you're under the 200-day here. I think this is going to be a good buy because I think it, we're going to pop back up. I just think this is a healthy pullback in a market. I think we're going to be at a trading range probably till October uh, and, and maybe November. Uh, if no, you know, the market right now is assuming uh, some point in time we get some pullback uh, from the Fed, meaning that they reduce rates. That's it. Uh, search from Facebook. How do you tell if a stock is a good buy? Well, uh, if I told you that, I'd be giving away every secret. <laughs> Honestly, search, it's good companies with good earnings, with good products and good product profits and good uh, management. And how do you find that? Well, half the time you have to do a ton of searching and reading. Uh, the other half of the time, I mean, just look at the products that you use. I've got a MacBook, uh, MacBook Pro, I've got an iPad Pro, I've got an iPhone, and I've got an iMac. Uh, I mean, you know, I've got an Apple Watch that I'm on, uh, I do have AirPod Pros. Um, yeah, that's why Apple's the biggest thing in my, because they're going to release the iPhone 15. Uh, my belief is the iPhone 15 is no better than the iPhone 13 but I'm going to upgrade to the iPhone 15. I mean, simple as that, you know, look at the products that you use. Do you travel? And when you get to the airport, do you use Uber? Uber, look at this stock. I mean, if we traded this one, uh, on the 65 minute, you're back in, let's see on the four hour. I don't think it's gotten you back in on the four hour. Uh, I think it got you out after that earnings drop. Um, I'm looking to get back into this one, Uh, I do hold a small position. I want to hold it for a long time. So I'm looking for an opportunity to get back into it, but I'm waiting for some confirmation. That MACD is down. The RSI is down. I don't think we're done going down. So I'm not putting my money into it. Um, But how do you find good stocks? Part of it, I mean, the the first place I would go is I would go to Savvy Trader. I mean, this may be pumping myself up um, and, 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 you know, just saying that, that, these stocks, I mean, go to the core portfolio on Savvy Trader and look at those stocks. They're good companies other than uh, um, uh, Moderna, MRNA. This is a, a trading stock. That's the only reason I have it in there. And I haven't put uh, Eli Lilly in here, but I have to put Eli Lilly in here, LLY. But these are good companies. And if you held this, then I think you'd be doing well. Now, again, this is an equal weighted. This is not my portfolio. Uh, I think we went through this yesterday. I, I own I, everything except for three of these stocks. Um, and, and I like these. I think they give you a good roundabout thing. It does beat the S&P. Uh, it does beat the S&P. So let's see. I think I can. No, I guess I can't. Uh, it does beat the S&P uh, long term. And, and I, there's a way to do it, but I just don't know. Um, but it does beat the S&P. So... Uh, yeah, the trading portfolio down 4.21%. But again, how do you tell if a stock is a good buy? I mean, if you're having trouble finding stocks to buy, uh, then you really probably need to understand, uh, PE, uh, and, and, you know, understanding some of these fundamentals here. I would tell you, uh, forward PE, go to investopedia.com. If you go to Finviz and then look at these numbers. And you can compare them. Like we go to technology here. Uh, we just go to technology, and let's sort it by PE. I mean, sort it by PE. Where, uh, you know, look at the look at this, <laughs> seven thousand three hundred and twenty-one PE. I mean, that's crazy. Four thousand PE. That that's super high. Look at Nvidia. I mean, Nvidia shows up here uh, on the, the the top top seventeen, top twenty. I mean, I, that that's a crazy PE. But you know what? They're gonna grow into it. So am I worried about my 466 buy? No, I may do some tax stuff. By the way, this weekend's uh, paid um, uh, newsletter will be about taxes and different things. I am not a tax advisor. I will make that perfectly clear. But I think it's important. I get a lot of questions about this. And I think it's important to understand your tax situation. So search, I would say, listen to this podcast is a good start. Uh, How do you tell if a stock is a good buy? I mean, listen, there's tons of people who will pay, you know, you could pay to tell you that the stock is a good buy. Uh, I think it's about doing your own research and understanding, A, the company, the products, the profit, um, the margins, the future, the management, and just things of that sort. When you understand that stuff, you can try and find companies that are good to buy. Uh, Trenton from Facebook wants me to look at CLS. I don't even know what CLS is. Let's look. CLS is Celestica. Uh, I'll have to look at this one in Finviz to see what they do. Let's see what they do. Uh, Technology, electronics component. It's a Canada, $2 billion. So it's a micro cap. Uh, Looks like a ton of upgrades here. Uh, Average price target, $22. And it does look like that's probably a good one because they're pushing it up. Uh, Provides supply chain solutions in North America, Europe, and Asia. Operates through advanced technology solutions and connectivity cloud and solutions uh, management. The company offers a range of product manufacturing related supply chain services. So supply chain, it's technology. uh, It's gone crazy. It it has absolutely gone crazy. It's doubled. Year to date, it's up 85%. But here's the four hour algorithm. It got you in at $11 here. Uh, Eleven dollars back on May fifth, Trenton. I mean, listen, if you you got my algorithm in Trent and Trend Spider, you're doing really, really, really well. They just announced earnings. This was forty-seven cents. This was fifty-five cents. Are they making money? They are making money. Their PE is fifteen. Not crazy. I mean, that's not nuts, but it's a micro cap. So understand that this may have a a cap of um PE and it may have a cap of growth. But it does look like 11 and you're at 20. And if you get to 22, you doubled your money. Personally, I think you're, you're more likely to cover this gap down here between 18 and 19 because you're seeing the MACD fall. You're seeing the RSI come down. Uh, I think the upside on this one is limited. I think the downside is much more. If we take a look at a long-term one on this one, um, I mean, it's in that uptrend. You, you like the 9-day, the 21-day the 50-day, and the 200-day all moving up. The Bollinger Bands are expanding, but you're outside those Bollinger Bands. Typically, when you're on the upside of those Bollinger Bands, uh, the run needs significant catalysts to continue. Um, The algorithm doesn't do as good as buy and hold. The algorithm, 75% over two years. uh, Buying and holding made you 138%. If we look at the 65-minute, and we run it on this one. Um, let's see. You've made 86% versus 89% just buy and hold. So I don't think there's a algorithm that's going to outperform on this one. Right now, you're out. Um, it doesn't look like you're in. And again, that gap, that earnings gap shows up between 18 and 19. I'd probably say be patient. That would be my guess on this one. Uh, with those run-ups, you're seeing it in every other thing in in the stock market. When they announce earnings, is if it's not perfect, they're just going down. So I'd be a little bit careful on that one. It might be just a little bit too hypey for me. Um, now, one that's not hypey for me, uh, we're going into scans. Is Sedge? This one, good God, <laughs> uh, thank God it was only a couple thousand dollars of my money. I'm down forty percent on this one. I bought up here at at, at about two seventy something. Um I th- I followed this 251. I got up here. I should have sold uh when it got to the 200 day as resistance. Then it tanked on earnings. I do think at some point in time we fill this gap up to 238. Uh 177 is the buy in. I don't think I would buy in right now. I am not buying in. I am waiting for confirmation over that 9 day. So the algorithm, it got you in but it it doesn't look for confirmation. Visually, I need confirmation. This is why I don't want a bot. I don't trade on bots because I want confirmation. That's the first one. Second one. we talked to this about this yesterday. Is Schlumberger. Schlumberger. I don't know how to say it. I think that's what it is, but it got you back in here. it's It's a secondary cross up at 59. I don't think listen, this is all- time highs, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, you're getting back up there. The 200 days just turned in positive. You're 50 days positive. Everything's positive. You have confirmation. This is one that I probably would get into because, again, it's technology in the energy field. I think you're fine. Uh, Energy transfer. This one's interesting based on the insider buys, and I've brought this up plenty of times before. But energy transfer, they paid their dividend, and you just got shot down. Uh, 1277 is where it's trading. 1307 is where you have the MACD cross up. The RSI is falling down. This one, if we go over to Finvis and we look at energy transfer, um, go down here and you go to the insider buys. Look, it's all buys. They're all buying at $12, and it's not small boy stuff. This it is just since December and May. I mean, this dude's buying 40, 50 million bucks. Uh, Warren Kelsey, executive chairman. They're buying a ton, a ton of stock. Hold on one second. I got to take my dog's thundershirt off. Okay, we're going to take your thundershirt off. Oh. There you go. It's not thunder. Love you. You can go about your way. But yeah, energy transfer, I like it. Uh, I like this one. I may add this one to my energy sector. Uh, sometimes you don't want to add the energy sector. But when you take a look at that trend line up there, I mean, 1351, if you go from 1280 to 1351, you're doing pretty well. It doesn't have a bad, bad. yeah, it's got a 9.69% dividend too. So holding on to that one, they're doing pretty well. I like that one. XLE. Uh, XLE is the energy uh, spider sector. This one, secondary cross-up. We talked about it having this huge run. 79 back here in June. You're at 89 right now. Secondary cross-up. We talked about Cisco. We talked about Cisco getting that upgrade. You do have a secondary cross-up on Cisco right before earnings. Uh, It's been a bit of a hype. You're going from 52.15. You're at 53.69. Not crazy, but this one doesn't move much. I mean, this doesn't have a lot of volatility like a lot of others. We talked about Honeywell yesterday. Um, They have a cross-up. And that was at 188. So, Honeywell, Verizon has a cross up. Marriott, Uh, I'll put all the cross ups. All the cross ups are scans. So you can look at it in the newsletter. Marriott's an interesting one because this one has been on a run too. 177, and you're at 207 right now. And if we look at long term on Marriott, um, I mean, you're at all time highs, all time highs breaking out of that wedge. Look at that run that Marriott's on. Talk about, uh, you know, uh, travel being huge. I mean, Marriott can put a $600 price target uh, or a price on a room and they'll get it. I just got back from a Marriott in Washington, D.C., and we paid for it on hotels.com. Then you get a resort fee on top of that. So you pay your hotels.com, which is like $400 per night, right? That's about what it was. Then you get a resort fee. My resort fee for five nights, no joke, $340. That's the resort fee on top of the normal stuff. That didn't include food. That's just, hey, we know you stayed here. And no, I did not allow anybody to clean my room. No, I did not. I had the do not disturb sign on the entire time because I cleaned my own room. But yeah, they're making boatloads of money. Uh, BMY, Bristol Myers, they have a cross up. This one's a little bit sketchy Um, just because Bristol Myers has been a falling knife. I mean, they just don't have the 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 drugs that like Eli Lilly and those guys do. Um, so I'd be a little bit careful of that one. Southern Company. This is like Duke. This is for Walter in his rocking chair. Southern Company. Uh, and finally, AMT. This is American Tower. This one is is part of every REIT that you can you can imagine. Uh, one eighty seven sixty three. It's been kind of killed down here. Uh, It's under its 200 day. If you look at the long term of this one, um, it's kind of got that falling wedge. You're just looking at 178 as the support. I'd be a little bit careful of this one. It does have a very good dividend from what I remember. Um, Not like the 10% like energy, but it's 3.37. It's down 11% year to date. Average target price 233. Nobody, you know, there's not a ton of coverage, but. July thirteenth, BMO price target of two thirty. Uh, March thirtieth, moffitt Nathanson price target two thirty four. So, uh, there's your scans. If if you, there are links that you don't know um, that I did today, that I said today, and you just don't know it, I had a question on how do I listen to your podcast? Well, you just go to Linktree, l i n k t r dot e e slash daily stock pick. Simple. It's got every link that you need. All the charts that I use, Spider, right there, um, 25% off, visible, get $20 off your phone service. Weeble, I love Weeble. You can look down below for Webull. Uh, there's links down below for Weeble. I love them. Savvy Trader, I talked about it. Savvy Trader is right here on, on my, um, my my link tree. You have the Facebook group, you have Twitter, you have Instagram, you have YouTube, you have Twitch, you have uh, Spotify, you have Apple Podcasts, you have um, Venmo to tip me. You have email. So if you don't even have social media, you can just email me. Then you have Substack. And all of this stuff down here, you can find links. You can tip me. The, the newsletter is down there. Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot e slash Daily Stock Pick. Um, yeah, and the newsletter. I mean, those are the two places, com. And if you have any other questions, hit me up. I will be back on Monday. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, tomorrow's paid newsletter. Uh, is going to be about taxes and which, uh, how you trade in, certain, uh, in certain, bro- uh, certain accounts like a Roth. How do you trade in an HSA, healthcare savings account? How do you trade in a, um, you know, an, an IRA uh, versus a brokerage account? And what are the tax implications of those things? So I'll try and do that. Um, but if you have any questions, hit me up. Take care. Have a great weekend. And again, thank you guys for all the birthday stuff. I really, really appreciate it. Have a great weekend. uh, And let's hope we don't lose a ton of money today. (laughs) Upstart's back up. Uh, NVIDIA's still down. Okay, take care. See ya.